I had to pick a subject tonight. It would be the power of the tongue. Good God Almighty. I tell you, you know, it, that, that tongue, I tell you, it can bless you or it can curse you. And it's what you choose to speak and what you choose to say. Because it says, death and life is in the power of the tongue. And those that love it will eat its fruit. So I'm telling you, if you're speaking curses, you're getting cursed. And if you're speaking blessing, you're going to be blessed. But the key thing is to read that word. Chew on that word. Meditate on that word. Speak that word. Believe that word. I believe if you believe that word, you'll do that word. So in other words, the word has been alive and living all throughout the year. But what are we doing, church? Are we speaking it? Are we believing it? I'm telling you, this verse here says death and life is in the power of the tongue. As you look around and you watch people and, you you know, when you got that word in you, you got that discerning and you'll just know, Lord. I remember when that was me, Lord. Bless them. Touch them. It's so many times we don't even want to pick up the Bible. We don't even want to pick it up to bring the church no more. We got these cell phones, these iPads, and all that's good, all that's good. But I tell you what, until you put this word in your hand and put it in your heart, I don't care what you look at it on, what you read it, how you read it, but until you can have it in your heart like Psalm 119.11 tells us to do, you just spinning your wheels. I'm just being honest tonight. You're spinning your wheels. Because I seen the time I spun, was spinning my wheels, but then I... Got a taste of how good God was. I, I got a taste of what he said his word would do. See, I, I try this word by the word. And I'll tell you what, it, it's true. The word is living. And, and in order for us to live. Because the word of God tells me that if everything down here, what we put our hope and trust in, or we look and we see and we taste, but he said, all of this is going to pass away. But he said, not his word. Not his word, church. It's, it's the time that we get ready to get the word of God in our heart. Because he said, in the time, if we would take the time out to put it in our heart, when trials and troubles and everything come against us, he said, that word would come up. And church, I'm a living witness. It comes up in every situation of my life because I take the time to put it in my heart. And I, God's word does not lie, church. And I'm, I'm just, it's just so, I don't know, this year has been a great year for me. I, I've, I've been through some storms and I've been through some troubles, but I was reading James and James said, you're going to have it here on earth. So don't worry about it. He said, be of good cheer. So I started being of good cheer. I started rejoicing and, and, and just speaking his word, this too shall pass. You know, I, I said, you know, I, I, no, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. You know, I'm telling that word just come up in you. You don't even know and you, before you know it, it's coming up. And before you know it, the peace of God is all over you. The joy of the Lord, his strength. Without his word, you ain't going to have no strength, church. So many times, you know, I, I, I just thought about the day how people were saying, all oh, the weather. But I seen a couple weeks ago, and they were talking about all oh, the weather. Get your mind in that word and get it off the weather. Let God do what God can do, and you do what you can do. Because, see, what I do when the sun's shining, I find me some shade. See, I don't know about y'all. I'm not going to murmur and complain. About two or three months ago, I, I preached on that murmuring and complaining, church. 
I'm telling you, we got to line up with God's word. We got to stop all that murmuring and complaining. God is God and whatever he do is good. And we'll say that each and every day, but then yet and still, what will we do? Oh, it's hot. Oh, it's this. It's this. I, you know what I learned to do when it's Before you know it, a cloud will come by. A gust of wind will come through. And I, and I thank God for that because I know he's real and I know he's true. But we got to line up with his word. Until we line up with his word, you're going to be hollering this hot. It's cold. It's that. But you know, the Bible tells us we're going to have these days. But it tells us what to do in these days. And what stick with me more than to be of good cheer. For I have overcome, so will you. But in order to overcome, we got to line up with that word. I think it's Matthew 4 and 4 saying what? Man cannot live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So when our mouth line up with God's mouth, it's going to work. But when your mouth line up with the world, you're going to get what the world gets. You know, and we got we got the, the word of God. I think Romans 12, 2 say, be ye not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. If I would ask you a question, how do you renew your mind? The word. Not thinking about it, not hoping, it, but reading it. It's, it's Psalm one nineteen eleven. Had it in your heart. Had that word in your heart. So when it do get hot, you say, Lord, this too shall pass. You you don't have to worry. You don't have to be all that mumbling and complaining. Oh girl, oh man, I got it. Ooh, this just rough. Uh, boy, I tell you, it, that spirit, my spirit, just just cringes when I hear people mumbling and complaining. But one thing I can't tell you, church, I used to mumble and complain. But until I start having God's word in my heart, made a difference. And I'm telling you, until we can start having the word of God in our heart, all these troubles you're going through, you ain't got to go through them. It's, it tells us we're going to go through them. This, this here on earth is going to have trials and tribulations. Marriages, children, murderers, all of this stuff because you're here on earth. And we're going to have it and we need to learn how to deal with it with the word of God. Crying and whining and going on. It's church, we've been how long? How long have we been here? All that good preaching and hard preaching and and prophets and all of that doesn't come through here. The man Ray's been praying their hard out, and Pastor Jerry and Pastor Elaine believing and praying, and then us as church when we get together, we do all that. But what are you doing at home, church? Things is. Things, thank you, brother. Things won't change in your home until you line up with God's word. I was believing for two years, and then uh, what I was believing for, it didn't come to pass. But I knew God had greater things for me. Sometimes we can believe and believe, God and believe, but I'm telling you, when you keep on believing and you keep seeing that what you believe in is going further and further away, then you got to say, Lord, let that will be done. Lord, you said whatever we ask and believe, we'll receive. But the thing is about it, sometimes we ask him for things we don't even he know we don't need. And he's not going to let us receive it, but he will give it to you if you believe it. And then, then what you still got something to say. So, you know, it just, it's just time out for us to just trust in the word. And it's going to be hard if you're not putting it in you to trust in the word. These trials and tribulations are going to take you down through that. Going to drag you down through there like some hogs in the mud. I'm telling you. But if you put that word on you, you can go down through that mud in a white sheet and come out on the other side in a white sheet. 
Because the word of God sustains. It keeps us. It helps us. It helps us. Proverbs. I was reading and studying today. And you know, I tell you what now. The word of God to me, the, the biggest book in the Bible for wisdom that changed my whole life. Because I started reading one proverb a day. And I've been doing it now for probably 18 years now. Every time I read it, it just gets gooder and as Brother Gorman would say, gooder and gooder. You know, and I, I miss him tonight. I don't see him tonight. I, I tell you, Brother Gorman, he's very special in my life. Brother Johnny, I love you. It, Pastor Jerry, the Mac Rays, I love everybody. You know, I'm not going to leave nobody out tonight because we all are God's children, and I just love everybody. But sometimes <laughs> people are planting a seed in your life to, like Jesus, what? What was it, Jane, Peter, and John? So I got some Janes and Peters and Johns in my life. I'm not on, I'll help anybody and I love everybody, but sometimes some just stand out than others. Proverbs said, there is one whose harsh words like a sword, but the tongue of the wise brings health, healing. You can change your whole world by your words. I'm telling you, church, all these tries and troubles and things that happen in our life, and we want to run to Pastor Jerry, Pastor Elaine, they're your shepherds, sure enough, and, and, and we should, but we done been standing on the word of God and been at victory for so long, so it's time for us to start seeing our victories. Not just coming to victory, but receiving victories. But in order to do that, you got to get in the Word. That's, um, that's the key for this year, I believe. I believe when the end of this year comes, if, if you don't have a testimony that you've been blessed, come see me. I'm going to tell you why. Because you weren't in the Word. I, I know. I'm telling you, just down in my heart, and I know that's what it is. We lack in the Word of God. We lack in the word of God. And I'm telling you, church, when you get it, it's just something like fire burning up in your bones, in your mouth. Every time something happens, you know, he gives you that scripture that you need. Because he, he said, if you had it in your heart, when the time comes, he'll bring it to pass. It ain't even for you to do it. It's just for you to have it in your heart. Meditate on it. When I'm reading the word, you know what I do? When I'm reading, I will just, I read, and then when something stands out to me, I stop. And I say, Lord, what is it you want me to get out of this? And it'd be a scripture that he give me. Then later on, down that day, I find out that he was preparing me for what he had, what the enemy had in store for me. See, the thing that I know about the word of God, it says, uh, Genesis 50, 20, what the enemy went meant for bad, God, God turned it into good. So, and I'm telling you, when, when, when things just seem like there ain't nothing going to change, and just stand on his word. Just stand on his word. Stand on his word. Make that word a rock. And stand on it and believe it. And then, I'm, I'm, even though you might be standing and believing on something that you think is good for you, and he already knows it. This too gonna pass. He got something 
better for you. I, I promise you it's something better for you. You know, so many times we just get stuck on what we think. But as I said earlier, Proverbs 14 and 12 said there is a way to see is right into a man. But the end is destruction. And then I tell you what, when you read 14, go to 15, then 16, 25, it says again, there is a way that seems right unto a man. But the end is destruction. So if things seem, you know, what, what, what we think is best for us, God already knows. He created everything for, and everybody for a purpose for each and every one of us. But we got to get out of the way. When we're waiting on that miracle to come, just keep your head in the Word. Just keep your head, keep, keep bowed down on your knees and believing and trusting in God. And when you come up, you should be full of joy. If you don't, if you ain't full of joy, just stay on your knees until that joy comes. I promise you, but you gotta speak that Word. See, the Word of God said, man cannot live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And when you do that, church, I think things will be beginning to change. And, I, you know, I just thank God for his word because his word is so rich. Like I read in that, it, it's, it's healing. His word is healing. It, you know, so many times we got these aches and pains. You, be honest, I'm 50 plus and I, I don't know what an ache is and I thank God for that. I don't even take no medicine. I don't, God's word is my medicine. Now, if you can't believe and you can't have that word in your heart, you go to that doctor and you get that prescription because I don't want you to faint or die out here. But I'm just telling you, it's a better way. It's a better way. And then for some instances, you just have to have it because if you done had an operation or something, the medicine will heal you quicker than anything. So I'm not against the medicine, but I trust in God and his word. That's what I, that's what I trust in. And one day you may see me with a bottle of medicine. I'm going to tell you, hey, pray for me. My faith didn't let me overcome that. But I thank God because everything he made is good. And you, when you learn that and know that, you understand that. But if you don't get in his word and learn, learn his ways and learn his, what, what the things that are good for you, you'll be walking around, oh, medicine is a curse. Medicine is this. Medicine is for us that don't believe. That's what medicine is. He loves us so that he still give us a way out. I tell you now. you shall bind on earth. She'll be bound in heaven. She'll be loose. See this right here. This, this, that verse alone, it proves how much God's word is and how important it is. If you ain't got it, you ain't loosening nothing, you ain't binding nothing. You're just enduring everything. So I'm telling you, start meditating on that word. Start reading that word. Speak that word. Speak that word. Instead of murmuring and complaining in his heart, say, Lord, I thank you that I can endure the heat. Lord, I thank you that you're going to send, send a cloud. Way back in the Bible day, when it wasn't nothing camels and stuff, what would he do in the heat of the day? What would he they do. See, we don't believe that no more. We got that. We got ACs in the house, ACs in the car. We just got air conditioning. That's and we just just stuck. And it's sad to say, cause they 
They didn't have shoes. They didn't have nothing. But the thing that I knew they would do, they were praising the Lord. And see, we got to get back to praising the Lord. We got to get back to doing the basics. The praising the Lord. And he, I ain't saying not to go home to your air conditioning because I'm going to have mine on 72. Because I, I thank him for it for a time like this. But, you know, I'm just saying we're going to have to start trusting in him and not in vehicles, ACs, and houses, and friends, and pastors, and all that. We got to trust in him. And until we do that, and we, we church, we're not going to go anywhere. We're not going anywhere. You're not going to see the his healing and all the blessing manifest here on earth. See, you, we, he want us to we, he want us to know before we step over. He want us to see it, feel it, and taste it right here where we at. But in order to do that, we got to get in his word. We can't let cause my wife left, my husband left. We, oh, I'm going to have a pity party, stay at home, don't go to church. Some of the hardest times it was when my wife first left me, coming to church. And every time I look up, it looked like there was a wife and a husband. Boy, my little heart just falls out. Now I got so much joy in my heart, it don't matter. Because God has healed me and he has delivered me and he has took me to a higher ground. And I thank God for it. But if I, if I would have had a pity party, and if I wouldn't have got in his word, I'd still be moping around here. Hey, what you going to mope for? When you say everything from above is good, what the, God word tell us what? To dwell on the things up above, not the things down here. And I'm telling you, you get your shout on. It'd be hard sometimes, but when that heart is broken, it'd be hard to get a shout on instead of saying hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. 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 But now listen, hallelujah. Yes, Lord. I thank God. He'll give you a new song. He'll give you a new dance. And I'm telling you, but you gotta you gotta trust in him. You gotta trust him. You can't trust in the situation. Because he doesn't told us we're gonna have those here on earth. And then he told us in every in what to do in all those situations. But if you're moping and crying, you haven't read his word to know what to do in that situation. So don't be moping and crying. Be rejoicing it and praising God and say, this too shall pass. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. The joy of the Lord is my strength. And I'm telling you, you get your, you get your hoop on and your holler on, and before you know it, that storm will be gone. You've been rose above that storm. Then you, but then that's when your work starts. He's going to start putting people in your path that done went through what you done been through. And then you, then that's when your ministry starts. And then when you go to ministry, that's when your blessings come. Church, I'm, 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 I thank God for my blessing. I thank God for my health, for my strength. I just thank him because he's so good. Pro, Proverbs 13 and 3 say, Whosoever guard his mouth. You know what you mean to guard your mouth? James 1.19 said what? Be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. See, I learned long, probably about 13 years ago, somebody arguing and fussing, don't say nothing. 
I guarantee you for long they'll be gone. They, they're going to be gone or they're going to shut up. But they might throw something and hit you. But don't even worry about that. But I, I believe. I believe that, you know, it won't hurt you. It, it won't hurt you one bit, you know. But the thing is about this, it says, if, if you guard your mind, if you preserve your life, he who opened wide his lips, what you think happened? He who opened wide his lips. See, because I used to open my lips so wide it was a shame. But I, I thank God that I got in James 1.19 and, I, and, and, I, and when I was reading the word in James and it, and, and it stuck out to me, I, I said, hmm. That's the verse that stuck, took out, that stuck out to me. And then I went to running references on that and all of that. And then it was just amazing because when I, when I was meditating on it, God said, I gave you two ears and I gave you one mouth. Do, do double listening and less talking. And then you don't have to worry about all that. Just think about how he created. He created us for everything that's going to ever happen to us. He gave us one mouth. And then sometimes I tell you what. As much as we talk sometimes, it, be, it, it don't surprise me if everybody on the parking lot were mute. Because we probably done, just done talked our voice box out, just backbiting, talking about one another. You know, it's just, it's a shame. Now, when we was kids coming up, hey, but now look at us. We are done. going. But, you know, until we can have the word, and I know that wasn't, that was my problem. I didn't have God's word in me. I knew my problem. When I started putting that word in me, I went. The change, and I knew then that's that's the problem. And so I, I ain't telling you, I ain't telling you something I ain't been through. My testimony is where he brought me from, cause I I decided to start reading his word and meditating on his word. And now I can tell you where he brought me from. I can tell you that his word is true. I can tell you that he won't leave you nor forsake you. I can tell you that this too shall pass. And, you know, and so many times, church, you know, on one of my verses, one time, don't be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Now, I tell you what, when that, when that verse hits you, look at you For a roller coaster ride then, because, boy, there's some stuff going, but you be, be prepared, because you done hit that word in your heart. And you, as I tell you what you can do, you can do a 100 good things and do one wrong thing and they're going to look at the wrong they ain't going to look at the good but then you got a word for that don't let your good be even spoken of so you got to be careful what you say got to guard that mouth that's what that verse told us guard our mouth then we're going down to proverbs 26 and 20 it says the words of a good person are like pure silver so one thing about pure silver it done been tried to the fire to become pure. And a lot of times, church, when you put God over your mouth, you get tried to defy. I'm telling you, I, I, I had a, a, a accident probably in January, and it was so amazing. I, I got boiling hot. It's like I'd never been up here preaching. I never read my word or anything. But you know what? When it was time for him to help me, he didn't let me do what was in my, that was, that I had on my mind to do. And it bothered me all night. And I talked to Pastor Jerry and me and him talked Saturday morning. 
And then when I got off the phone, I said, well, Lord, I got to get in that word. And and what he showed me by, with the help of him, it wasn't because it had been, I probably wouldn't even be here tonight, what come up in my mind to do. But the thing that he showed me in his word was, be angry, but sin not. See, it's all right to get angry. Do y'all know how many times Jesus got angry? But the key is sin not. And you know what I learned how not to sin not? Shut my mouth. You shut that mouth. Most of our sins come from talking, running our mouth. Come from running our mouth. And so many times, I'm telling you, that's, that's our biggest enemy is our mouth. We, we blame it on Satan. We just, really, we give the devil too much credit. We give him too much credit. Because he's been defeated. He's been defeated by the word of God. And that's the problem. You ain't got the word of God. That's why you haven't been defeated in your life because you haven't put this word in you. And without the word, that's the only thing that's going to defeat the enemy is God's word. Ain't talking about your sister, talking about your brother, shooting, cutting. That that ain't going to do nothing. All you're doing is making it worse. Proverbs 18 and 19 says, a, A brother who has been insulted is harder to win. See, it's harder to win. No matter what that brother say or do, if you meditate on that word, before you know it, he'll tell you, go tell him everything's going to be okay. Go give him a handshake. And see, when you fight a battle with love, you're going to win. You're going to win when you fight a battle with love. See, because love what? Covers a multitude of sin. You know, and I, I, had a, I had a testimony. My love got started, and i tell you what, it, it was a hard church. But I endured and I did it. And God have always had me in his hand when it comes to that because I take the time out to put his word in me. And, and I thank God. I know. I know what I need. I need that word. Then Proverbs eleven seventeen say, your soul is nourished when you are kind. 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 It's so many, but we got, got so many of us just as mean and evil because I used to be mean as all get out. My thing was, I tell you the truth, but then I started reading. See, that's what it was. I said, oh, you couldn't tell me nothing. That's the truth. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to hear it. I ain't want to talk about it. It's the truth. But then I got it, uh, 1 Corinthians 13, the love chapter. And he said, if you do it without love, it's nothing. So all that truth I was telling wasn't nothing. But in that church, guess what? I tell it in love. I walk in love. And I thank God for his love. And I ask him every day, Lord, pour your love in me. Because I know there's some people out there that need loving. See, I learned a long time ago, hurt, hurting people hurt people. See, sometimes when they just call, they go, oh, Lord, they just hurting us. Did anybody, what the Bible tells us to do? Pray for those. Pray for those. Then he said, those that curse you, what? Bless them. Those that hate you, what? Love them. I'm telling you, it, it, it's all in his word, but until we can get that word in us and have it in our heart, we won't understand it, church. That's what's, that's our biggest problem, not having God's word in our heart. And I'm telling you, because we got power in our tongue. It can be used for good or bad. And when them blessings not surrounding you and flowing over you, I'm telling you, you're speaking cursing over yourself and you're not even aware of it. The Bible called him in Timothy, feeble, old fairy tale. I had a man tell me the other day, boy, if I had your hands, I'd cut mine off. You know what I told him? I said, I just have two parodies because I'm not giving you mine. 
Because God blessed me with mine. I'm not doing, you know, but that's what they were brought up saying. But see, when I started reading Timothy and it said them with old fever tales, I had to leave that stuff alone. I said to all oh, man, if I had your hand, I'd cut mine out. But the word of God won't let me say it no more because I didn't hear that word in my heart and I know. I'm not giving you my hands. I'm not cutting mine off. That's, it says the Bible, let me see. Um, I got a verse here. Proverbs 17, 28. It says, even a fool is considered wise when he what? Shut that mouth. As Judge Judah would say, zip the lip. I'll tell you that. When I first heard that, I needed that, Jerry, because... My lips were running wild. And, and, I, and I'm just watching Judge Judah. I said, mm. Zip the lip. And I tell you the truth, that, that, that did something in me. And I just thank God. And then I knew what I had to do, church. My mouth. So I went to the Bible. And I got the word of God. And I started putting it on my mouth. Psalm 1914 says, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O oh Lord, my strength and my deliverer. I need help, church. I found out that I needed help. Because I started studying the word when it said there's a way to seem to right to a man. I thought that was the right way, telling the truth. But then I read Corinthians and said, I gotta do it in love. So all that all the truth I've been telling them wasn't doing nothing. But then I started doing it in love. And it's amazing what love would do. It's amazing what love would do. But it says, even a man, a fool, is considered wise when he shed his mouth. Now, if that don't hit each and every one of us, I don't know what's going to ever hit us. Because sometimes we think we're just smart, but the Bible says you're running your mouth. You're a fool. Because it said even if even a fool, when he shed his mouth, is considered wise. See how easy it is to become wise? Just shut your mouth. <laughs> I'm telling you, boy, when I got that, I was like, wow. That was a nugget to me, for me to shut my mouth. And I just thank God for his word. I, I thank him for y'all ears to hear. And I thank Pastor for giving me an opportunity. And if you would, let's bow our heads and ask God to put a guard over our mouth. Dear Heavenly Father, we come now, Father God, trusting in your word. Father God, we, we thank you, Father God, for your word. And we thank you that it does what it says it'll do. Lord, but help us to do what the word tells us to do, Father God. Help, <coughs> help us, Father God, to be quick to hear and slow to speak and slow to wrath, Lord. Let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart be acceptable in your sight, O oh Lord. My God and my strength. Lord, we pray now, Father God, that you put God over our mouth that we may not sin against thee. Father God, now we ask you to anoint our tongue to bring you praises and honor and glory, Lord, and to speak kind to one another, Father God, and do the thing that you have commanded us to do through your word, Father God. Then, Father God, until we meet again, Father God, I pray that your sweet commune will rest in, in our hearts, Father God, and you will put that guard over our mouth that we may become closer and have a better relationship with thee. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.